0: Welcome, Cold Up North, episode 5,
1: we're back Before I get into this episode, make sure you follow me and the channel on Instagram You can find us easy on there, Up North underscore So make sure, if you're on Instagram, make sure you follow us on there That's where I'm getting most of these suggestions from, from, from you guys but also on Twitter, same thing cold up north underscore. Need to start getting the following up, getting you lot interactive as well.
0: Had a couple, couple topics that you lot wanted me
1: to talk about on this episode. And obviously, episode five, four, three, two, and one, all on Spotify only, not Apple Podcasts, no other place but Spotify. Shout out Spotify for that But Yeah man Let's get straight into it First one First one's, it's, first one's a serious topic actually it's a, it's a serious topic Because we're talking about And I don't know if you guys know about this But we're talking about Child Q Nah I only, I only knew about this Because obviously I go on Twitter I hear things Hear what people are talking about And Child Q Is the pupil who... By the Met Police... Gotta get that in there... Or the all police are the same... So it doesn't really matter but... Child Q is the pupil that... According to... The Met Police... To her school... In fact... No, let me stop... Let me say this... For anyone listening to this... This might be triggering... So... There is going to be things I'm going to talk about that might trigger you. So if you don't want to listen to this, then turn this off now. And listen to episode 4, 3 or 2 or 1. But this is going to be... Just, I wanted to put a trigger warning in there for some people that might... If they listen to this, they might. Do you know what I'm saying? So basically, child Q,
0: the school, they're saying that she's got weed on her.
1: And... She's in an exam, apparently. The, the school is saying she's got weed on her. She's, she, she's saying that she hasn't. The school called
0: the police. They, they, the police drag her out of her an
1: exam midway through the exam. And not only do they interrogate her, they put her in a room, they strip search her. Apparently, from what I've been told, There was no female officers involved in this search. It was all male officers. And that's the first problem. Let me stop there for a minute. That's the first problem. Because even a routine, normal stop and search, if you get pulled over on the street, if you're a woman, first thing the male officers has to do, this is, is, especially with everything else that's gone on with some of the murders from Met Police and this and that from before, Sarah or something, I can't remember the full woman's name, but she got murdered by a MEP officer, and then I think it was another case or something as well. There's been cases of uh, MEP police and police officers taking pictures of dead bodies of the two, the two sisters that were murdered, um, I think, a couple of years ago now. But when you get stop and search, even if it's just a routine stop and search, or even if you're in the wrong, let me get that in as well. Even if you are in the wrong, you've done wrong. No male officer is allowed and should be allowed to search a female. That's the first thing. So that's where they fucked up the first part. You gotta call a female to do that. Because you ain't, you, you, like, listen, I've got a daughter. And for whatever reason, even if she was wrong, even if she murdered someone, done the wickedest thing in school, 100% they gotta call me first before they do anything. They gotta call me they got to call me because I'm the parent. She's underage. So I'm the parent. I'm her spokesperson. That's the first thing you've got to do as, 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 as anybody above the age. Any, anything happens in that school, the first thing the school should be doing is calling the parents. Say, look, this is what we think is happening. We think she's got weed or whatever on her. You need to come to the school. That's the f- not 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 ringing the police like they did. They rang the police straight away. Look, got a pupil. She's got weed. This and that. Calm down. No, that's not how this works. How can you How can you think that that is okay to to do that? You
0: can't do that. You can't do that.
1: So then they take her into a room. They pull her out of her exam. They take her into a room. They strip search her to try and find the weed. This is when it gets a bit technical for me. Not the fact that they strip searched her, that's a madness, but the girl was on her period at the time. Now, I know, look, I'm 35 years of age, and I know what it's like for women, how crazy it must be when you're on your period... I remember being back in school and girls experiencing that stuff for the first time not knowing what to do what to say how to interact the embarrassment of just doing that having that moment when you're kind of you're growing up and the embarrassment that you must have felt not all women not all girls at the time but if you speak to them there was an embarrassing moment a worrying moment for some of them they weren't aware they don't know what to do who to talk to like it's a it's a thing do you know what I mean. We're not talking about a 30-year-old woman here who's experienced all this before. This girl should just be focusing on her exams, not being strip-searched in a room by male police officers. That is the madness. Like, what is this? There shouldn't be none of this, oh, we're going to strip-search because we think you got weed. If you think you got weed, call the parents. That's the first thing that the, the, the school, when you take your child to school your their their job the school is to protect your child you put your trust into a nursery into a school to protect your children while you're not there to protect them yourself yes if they're doing up fuckeries and doing this and that and all the madness and doing wickedest things of course you call the parents you tell the parents look your child is doing x y and z in school you need to come and sort that That's the conversation that should be happening. Not with the police, not with the school. The school fucked up. How can can they call the police and say, we think this girl's got weed, you need to come and search her. You can't just do that. Like even to me, like even if it was me, I'm walking down the street, just because you think I might have weed on me, you can't just search me. This is why they need to, not even they need to teach this in schools. But a lot of these kids and the parents, they need to sit their kids down and tell them what the police can and cannot do. Because you see, if that's my daughter, she would have known straight away, look, that ain't happening in it. You ain't, you ain't searching shit in here. Because the fact you think I might have weed is not enough for you to search me. You need to have reasonable grounds, proper evidence, grounds to search me. You can't just say, oh, I think he might have weed on him or she might have weed or they might have this or that. You can't just say that because you could stop and search anyone. You have to have reasons to search someone. It doesn't work like that. You can't just turn around and search someone because you think they got weed on them because a school told you that they got weed. What kind of madness are we living in? What kind of madness are we living in where people can just do that? Now, this girl... Got put, she, they didn't find anything. Let me say that as well. They didn't find any weed. So they fucked up there as well. They didn't find any weed. But what they did do was let her get dressed and go straight back into the exam. Now, that's another fuck up because now she's doing her exams like the most important part of her life. If she wanted to go to college or uni or anything like that. Now imagine she fails the whole heap of exams that she had in front of her and for the next 10 years, this is affecting her. How is she going to go through life? What about the path that she wanted to take, Wanted to go to college, uni, get some sort of degree or whatever, some qualification and do a particular job? Now she can't do that. This has got to stop. Like, this is mad. Like, this is a madness. There's no way... No way in 2022 there should be anybody, no kids should be getting searched up like that. It's, it's, it's wrong. It's wrong. I do this thing sometimes where I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch those like police stop and search fails. Like, do you know how many police officers do not know their own law that they're supposed to be abiding to and working to? They don't know the sections to the legislations to the act. They don't know the law. So how how are these guys policing the law that they don't know themselves? Like I said before, you can't just stop someone and search them. You have to have grounds to search someone. The fact that you can, even if they said I can smell weed on you, that is not enough. That is not enough to get a search. They would have to see the girl or boy or whoever, with weed and say look I seen you smoking the weed I seen you with a bag of weed I'm gonna search you that's grounds because they've got reason to think you are the person with the weed you can't just search someone that whole story shook me to the core because like I said I've got a daughter and every day she gets older I think about these kind of things where the police can do these kind of things and get away with it But this is where the parenting has to step up now. Yes, the school is in the wrong. Yes, the police are 100% in the wrong. I don't even think the police have apologised. That's the crazy part as well. I don't even think they apologised. And if they did, it doesn't mean anything now because you've already done the fuckery. But this is where the parenting needs to come in. There needs to be conversations with, with... Parents with your kids, when they're at a particular age, 12, 13, 11, 10, and sit them down and say, look, if the police stop you, don't say a word, record them and ring me. Ring your parent. That's all you got to do. Because until the parent gets there, the police ain't got nothing to do. They can't stop, search, nothing, do nothing. They can't. They have to have reasonable grounds. And people, you see the thing with the police is people see them and just think because they're wearing a uniform, they're right. No, no. The corruption in, in, in a lot of these organizations and forces and whatever is a madness. It's in the mud. It's a madness. And we need to, we need to start having these conversations with people and educating the next generation because this is not the first time this, this, this uh, child cue apparently happened a couple of years ago. So think about all the other children that this has happened to that we just haven't heard about. It's a madness. It's an absolute madness.
0: It's a madness.
1: We need to have the conversation as, as dads, as mums, with our kids, sit them down and say, look, if you get stopped, this, 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 and this has to be the reasons for it. If they haven't got that, they haven't even explained why they're doing it. This is the only way this, this cycle stops. When we, because no one else aren't going to educate your child and tell them this and that. The school won't do it. Look what the school, the school that's meant to protect you is the ones that's with the police, telling them that they got weed on this girl and she ain't got no weed so the school ain't going to be there to protect your children as parents we have to do that yes we can only do so much but we need to try and do a lot more drumming in and making sure that it's resonating with your your kids and then your kids will pass that on to their kids that's how we break the cycle because that story reading it i didn't even read the full report i couldn't
0: it's a madness it's an absolute madness. Well, let's hope the, the, the girl in question,
1: let's hope she, she has recovered to an extent from this. And yeah, let's hope she's on the right road to, uh, to, to hopefully greatness, man, because she, she needs it. And not just her, there's other children, like I said, that are probably going through this as well or have been through this and had to put up with this and they just haven't had their story put on a big platform like... Child Q So that to me Is a massive society problem Amongst Black people Amongst Ethnic minorities It's a massive problem And we need to be the teachers To stop that cycle Because there's no one else doing that Which is crazy to me But Let's move on to something else Someone else has asked the question What has happened to COVID-19 Good question I'll tell you what's happened to COVID-19. Russia. That's what's happened to COVID-19. The government said, fuck this, we need to make some money. We need to, if you notice, yeah, look at the timeline. We had lockdown. Well, no, we had COVID, lockdown. Eat out to help out. Lockdown. couple of restrictions, but we can do a couple of things. Another lockdown. Then it was vaccine, 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 vaccine. Then it was vaccine, you can go somewhere. If you're not, you can't. Then it was just masks. And that was it then. Then, then. then they said, oh, do you know what? It's been three years now. The economy's fucked. We need people to start using hotels, bars, public transport. We need people to start going on holiday. We need all these things. If you look now, certain places you can go without even vacc- being vaccinated. And if, you, if, if, if you're coming from another country, there's no isolation period anymore. It was a, it was a, it was a farce, man. That these, lot, these lot knew what they were doing. They wanted to make their, their friends rich. If you look at who was doing the, all the, 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 um, the contracts for these big things, it was all their mates. All their mates were getting rich off the COVID thing. Now they've got their money and it's sitting in their bank. We don't need to do that. Then are were having parties in, in number 10 and here, there and everywhere. Even up to the other day, I read something about uh, Boris Johnson was with was doing something with Russia the night before the invasion with Ukraine. These like don't care about the like they don't care about nothing. They don't care. They just want money. Look at the way they're treating the whole Chelsea situation. Oh, we sanctioned the club. The money can't can't go to anywhere but the Ukraine. Watch where that money goes. And watch how fucked the Ukraine is. After the sale, the Chelsea sale, the Ukraine should be kind of comfy if they're getting that money from the Chelsea sale. Because we're not talking millions, we're talking billions. So they, I'm not saying they should be back to normal, but they should be a bit more bit more cushy after that. But you watch, they won't be for, for time, for, for years, they're not going to be back on their feet. Because all that money, all this UNICEF stuff, Red Cross and all these other charities they don't care about Ukraine because Ukraine is not the first sort of conflict or whatever that's been happening in the last two or three years. There's been a lot more and you ain't heard or seen or nothing about no prime minister or UK government caring about them wars. So why is this one any different? It's not. They're just using that as a smokescreen to do what they want to do behind the closed doors. COVID-19 will return 100%. 100% because it's not in the news now but if you know where to look for your your source of information, slowly they're they're filtering out the news that the the um, cases are rising again. The cases are rising slowly, slowly. It's not in the, it's not in the mainstream news. Give it about another month. Mainstream news. Watch when the football season's out of the way. Mainstream news. Don't forget, there's no World Cup this this um this summer. It's in it's in December, so mainstream news. Lockdown in the summer, but the difference this time round is. No one ain't going to listen to them. No one's going to care about COVID.
0: No one will care because everyone is doing their thing. Everyone's doing their thing. Everyone
1: wants to just do what they're doing. They don't want to be locked down and all of this stuff. And Come on, man. They said initially, the first vaccine that you get will be enough. Then there was another variant. Then they said, oh, no, we need you to have a, a, a second one. Then they said, oh, the second one's not enough. You need to have a booster. And now they're saying we might have to give you like a full vaccine. Now, who do you think is making the money off this? Because it ain't, it ain't the, the UK public. It's the government. The government are making the money. And this is the problem with people. Even the the other day, I was in the shop. And I looked around. And if you recall, yeah. There was a time where all the things got lifted, I think. All the um, restrictions got lifted. Bar wearing the mask. You had to still wear them in shops and indoors and transport and all this other stuff. You had to wear them there. But... I looked around the other day and no one had no one had no mask on and I was thinking to myself, if the prime minister or whoever, his his advisor said tomorrow, everyone has to wear a mask, everyone has to wear one, you can't, you can't not wear one, you have to, it's, it's mandatory, you've got to wear a mask, you can't go out the house, do you know how many people would wear a mask just because they've told you to wear one, they wouldn't question why. They wouldn't question why. Bro, it's crazy, man. We need to, we need to start making informative decisions ourselves and make sure that, yes, you stay. Like this whole thing, I was in the car the other day. They, they, they were saying, oh, how can, we, how can we stop the spread of COVID still? Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Bro, if you're a big man, six years plus, and you're having to be told to wash your hands properly, you shouldn't even step out your yard. You should just stay in the house because how are you being told by another grown-up to wash your hand for 20 seconds? Like that should just be, that's ingrained in you. When you're, when you're a child, in a, especially from a Jamaican background, I don't know what, I'm not talking about everyone else, but when you're from a Jamaican background, cleanliness is like top, top tier priority in everything. Cleanliness, when it comes to food, cleanliness. House cleanliness, car cleanliness. I don't even shave people's hands because I don't know where them people's hands have been. So I don't know what these people are talking about. Wash your hand for 20 seconds. That's, that's, that's normal. I thought that was normal. So I don't know, but COVID, COVID will be back. COVID will be back. There'll be a new variant. There'll be another, another vaccine, the fourth one. Come like fast and furious with these 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 vaccines, man. They always make another one. Doesn't matter what happens around the world, there'll be another. There'll be another fast and furious. There'll be another vaccine. Mark my words. But let's let's move on. Another question. Thoughts on Joey Barton and his court case. You know what? I didn't even know about this until the weekend because I don't really I don't really follow mainstream news and this and that so I didn't really know about it but it's weird to me that only a month or so ago I had people in my my twitter apps and my mentions and my dms and my facebook profile telling me I was wrong for the overreaction to Kurt Zuma and people asking for him to be to be sacked from West Ham, for him to be um, facing criminal charges, for the RSPCA to come down on him, and all these things. And how's David Moyes playing him? And let's boo him. He got booed against um, against Spurs yesterday. But here's where I don't understand, because I ain't heard no one mention Joey Barton about him getting sacked from, and he's a manager. He's a manager. Manager, you lead by example. How are you a manager in in the the, the English Football League and you're getting away with kicking your wife's head in? And the the excuse you're using is I had five bottles of wine. Like, first of all, who in their right mind is drinking five bottles of wine each? That's 10 bottles. You lot got some mad top-tier livers because, yeah, that wouldn't even run with me, but... In terms of the whole thing, look, I was going to get a bit political there, but I can't because I don't know if it's true, but we know what kind of family he's come from. We know what his brother did, allegedly. There's stories that he's not him. He was taking a rap for someone else, but I'll, I'll let you do that investigation yourself. But we know, we know what type of person he is. Go back to Manchester, Manchester City when he, he had the fight. Look at him at the end of that game. I think against Man City when he played for QPR. Like this guy is known for these kind of things and he's still got a top tier job. There's certain people that are just going through their life trying to get these managerial roles in, in football and they can't get them. But you've got someone like Joey Barton who thinks it's okay to, to punch or kick his wife's head and go to court, make a change the statement. Cause she was at first she was on side with the prosecution she wanted to she wanted something to happen and this and that and now all of a sudden she's changed her changed her tune um you know it was a it was an amicable amicable civil kind of a civil argument it shouldn't be a, a, a criminal thing it's a civil thing look this is where it gets crazy to me because how how are you even able to keep your job where's the outrage Where's that outrage that Kurt Zuma got for kicking a cat that I said at the time was bad, but look, uh, what, are we saying that cats are better than, like, where, where, where's the difference? Because the only, the only, there's one obvious difference between Joe Barton and Kurt Zuma. Massive obvious. Because I ain't seen no one say, oh, look, Bristol City, you got to do this. Why, why, why aren't all the sponsors taken away from Joe Barton? Why? I ain't seen none of that. But when it was Kurt Zouma, he be- he's still being t- spoken about even up to last week that he's going to face criminal charges for kicking the cat. Two wrongs don't make a right, I get it, I hear you before anyone pipes up. But where's that outrage for Joey Barton? Because he's done a madness to his wife. He's kicked her in the head, he's got drunk, he's done all sorts, left a big lump on her head. As, as as her own words said, and it, we ain't seen nothing. We ain't seen no like outrage. So what is that? Crazy to me. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But look, we know how the, the 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 kind of perception is of certain things in football and society. And that saying, if it's all right, if it's all white, right, simple. We know how it stays already. Because if that was Kurt Zuma, he would have well been in the, in, the, in the cell by now, on remand, waiting for his charges. I saw Joe Barton walk out of Wimbledon Crown or Wimbledon Mags the other day, just chatting to his barrister. Probably at the game next week. No booze, no nothing. Madness. Madness. But last one before I wrap up. Once again... If you're not already doing so, make sure you follow the Twitter and Instagram on um, the, the social platforms, north, underscore. Make sure you're following, interact. We're, we're, we're trying to build this up. And again, if you want to jump on the podcast as well, let me know, hit me in the DMs. I'll get back to you as soon as we'll get, we'll get that sorted, get you on there. But the last one that someone asked me to speak about and the reason I've left it last is for, well, for this reason. Top Boy, what do I think about Top Boy? I'm going to be honest, I'm only two episodes in. I see a lot of these people, man, they finished it already. They finished it the day it came out. I'm like, bro, you lot are quick still, but spoilers, man. If I see anyone dropping any spoilers, I'm going, to, I'm going to block you, simple. I'll block you because, yeah, man, let, 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 us, let us people that like to watch it at our own pace. Watch it first before you drop out the spoilers and this and that. But to be fair, I think so far, two episodes in, the only downside, let me say this actually, the only downside is I feel like they leave these things too far apart. Like I had to go back and watch a couple of the last season to remember what happened and who was who and and this and that. So yeah, man, it's good. It's good to see these things. And obviously, you know, it's good to see Ashley Waters and, and Kano um you know producers of it as well as, as drake as well um and you can see it's going in a good direction this season so far um picked up straight from the last one as well and it's good to see like a good british thing get this much noise and, and attention um and i think as well again i don't want to spoil it but even in the first episode there's a scene that you can tell has been impacted by recent things that's happened over the last couple of years in england with the police as well so there's things like that happening in it. I'm I'm glad that's in there as well. Um, but yeah, you know what? It looks good. One thing that the other person in this question asked me about power, um, the one with Tommy, and I'm going to be honest, man, 50 Cent, this has probably been the worst power out of all of them. Like all the ones where you think we've had like Raising Canaan, and, you know, the original, and we had um, Tariq's one, all these other ones, even BMF was good. But this one hasn't caught me like the others, man. This one with Tommy is a bit like, I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel like a power. It just feels like a, it feels like the spin-off, but like the worst spin-off out of all of them. There's no real storyline. You don't really see how it's linked into all the other ones as well. Like all the other ones were kind of linked in. Like obviously Tariq's after his dad and everything with Ghost. And yeah, you just can't, I can't see how this fits in. So hopefully it gets better but it's not looking likely. Um, but yeah, in terms of Top Boy, like, yeah, this is this is what I mean. Like, as much as I, I've, I've said before in the past about, you know, UK just kind of focusing on like the gang thing and stuff like that. This one's done in a way that it's watchable. It's enjoyable. And yeah, man, the casting's spot on as always. It's always good casting as well. Obviously it's the same cast from season one. There's a couple of new faces. And yeah, man, they, they, they got it right, man. They got it right. I like the fact that they've branched out of London in this one a bit as well. So yeah, man, Top Boy International. But yeah, man, as I said, started this, said it again previously. Make sure you follow the account, Cold Up North underscore, on Instagram and Twitter. And as well, make sure you check out Cold Up North Podcast on Spotify to listen to all the other podcast episodes as well. And also, as well, like I said, hit me up in the DMs if you want to be on the podcast yeah man i'm looking for guests i'm looking for people to jump on and get their views as well not just my own talking for half an hour but yeah i want to hear from other people let me know what you think as well but yeah this has been episode five cold up north thank you very much for listening i'll be back next week with another episode so make sure you get those topic discussions into the dms
0: man